Well, well, I'm from Kivilevich, and I'm here with Kavyesa Kiril Jezhav, although I'm not really here with them, and not even in the same part of the country, I think, right? Think you're, you're coming to me out of uh, the Midwest today, right? That's correct. Well, I don't know if you consider Detroit the Midwest, but yes, and to that extent, yes. Well, I know Henry Ford did try to keep it at uh, Eastern Standard Time, but I do think, right, it is, uh, for most people, I think Michigan is uh, part of the Midwest. It might not be the great flyover state, but I hope you're enjoying yourself there, and and I hope we've got some uh, resichos. Uh We've gotten a little bit of some comments over the last couple of weeks. People say, where's the Rizcha? And sometimes they ask me where the Daraisa is. But I know today, I think we're going to zero in, especially on some things that are Araisa, some Tairadika things, because... Both of us, I guess, uh, although we not necessarily have our own pulpits, we are constantly asked questions. So um, give me some examples of some questions that came up for you uh, this week and uh, some shyless, uh, interesting shyless that came up for you this week. Well, I have a, a Talmud uh, who's uh, married and uh, has a child, and he was uh, he was going with his parents for Pesach to a hotel. And uh, he asked about this hotel to uh, to uh, some experts in Kashros. Um, I believe he called the Rabbi Fishbane at the CRC, and uh, that Rabbi Fishbane referred to somebody else who I'm not going to name it at the moment um, to speak to him about uh, this program. And uh, this fellow, uh, this Rav, who who's a mumcha, an expert in, in Kashros. Uh, said he did not want to speak to him directly yet, to my Talmud. He wanted to speak to my Talmud's Das Torah. And the Talmud's Das Torah would be me. I so, see. So, yeah. <laughs> so, Isn't it great that you finally made it? You are finally Das yeah, Torah. I am Das Torah. You've been fighting against it for so long, and now yeah. finally you've been accepted. You well, are the Das Torah. Well, we, okay. only, we only fight against it until we get accepted. Isn't that the way it works? That's right. And then all of a sudden you forget about all the uh, strugglers like me. But right, go ahead, exactly. Mr. Dostoyer. Let me hear what happened. Okay. So he said to me, what he said to me is that this Talmud sh- should not not go to the Pesach program. And he, within a, a few couple of weeks from now, this Talmud should call him. And he'll give him five or ten questions he can ask the Mashgiach when he gets there so he doesn't have to um, just eat a bread and water and mats and water. Okay, so, so, so I'm, guess I'm, I'm, I'm sort of cloudy over here. The question was, he's worried about the hashkocha at the hotel that he's going at, that it might not be outside of Yisra Tov. Is that the problem? Yes, it seems it's not. You're right, that's correct. Uh-huh. So there's problems across the board in hashkocha issues where the person is going, but he's going with his parents, so he he needs to go for showing bias and for doing the right thing, but he's worried about the fact that the hotel doesn't have the right level of kashras that he wants that he's living with in his personal life. Uh, that's right, I guess exactly. the way to put it. Okay. So what's so what's the nakuda of the shaila that the dastayr is dealing with? Okay. So he I I spoke to him about this. He said that there, uh, he said there are many pace many madregas and pesach programs, and I told him I am going to the scholar residence this year to a specific Pesach program. And um, he uh, asked him, well, once we could have Pesach programs, what about the program I'm going to? So he said, the program you're going to is outstanding. The Mashiach there knows what he's doing. He's been at it for many years. And he he knows what questions to ask, what ingredients to get, and et cetera, et cetera. But he said that 
in this program, which is under the auspices of a vod, which I would have thought is reputable, uh, is not sta- is not reputable is not sufficiently reputable. He said in this specific program, he, for example, he thinks not sure that they kosher every day from milchik to fleshik. Now, to kosher every day from milchik to fleshik is absolutely uh, uh, forbidden because it has to be nice and time live gone before you actually uh, can be machshir something from milchik to fleshik. Would you like to explain that? Okay, you want me to explain it, so, yeah. because I deal in the Hashgacha business right. a little bit. Right. So in other words, so basically what they're trying to do is, they're trying to, they, they take all their uh, kalim, and I guess what they're doing is, is, uh, uh, going into, I don't know if they have the same dishwasher or not, but I guess what they're trying to do is, uh, they probably only have one dishwasher, right? I assume that's what's going on, one giant dishwasher. Mm-hmm. And they're probably trying to, um, they have to kosher the dishwasher, and then they have to kosher the kalim, uh, and using the same kalim for milchiks and fleshiks. Now, the problem, of course, is is that uh, we are worried about uh, about ben yeme. We're worried about the fact that even if you actually put the well, again, that really depends. If you're actually koshering correctly, and the heat uh, is a properly maintained heat, then you're going to be able to actually use the same kalim. Um, from one to the other. Not a ben yomo, no. I'm saying if it's if say if if it's not a ben yomo, yes, then then there wouldn't be a problem. Right. But the problem, yeah. But the problem is is that they're using it within the same day. In other words, the same kaylee that they put fleshics on, they're now going to put milchiks on because they kashered it uh, through the dishwasher. Is that really, is that, is that the basic thing? And what's going on is pointing out. The thing is that he's not sure himself. That's what's bothering me about this because the, the person I'm speaking to is a very, I'm sure is a very fine person, a big expert, but this, he said he thinks that that's what they do over there. He also said to me that the, he thinks that the, in the place of program where I'm going, the, that all the ingredients are going to be Mahadrinship and Mahadrin. But if you go to a different Pesach program of a different clientele with a different vod, then the ingredients will not be mahadri. Now, I don't know what that means in modern-day America. What does it mean that, you know, presumably, that most ingredients that are going to be used are going to be used by are those which come from the major purveyors of kashrus in America. And I, I can't imagine if a program... Advertise itself. It's about kosher and kol bisrael. How to get away with then serving subprime ingredients, so to speak? But um, we, as users, me and the rest of the lay people of the world, in this respect, and I want to say that I never. I tell people all the time the reason why I never wrote an in-depth safer on kashrus is because I know that I wrote an in-depth safer on Arabic I did not carry anywhere. And if I write an in-depth safer and conscious, I kind of will not be able to eat anywhere. Uh-huh. So therefore, so, so you're basically you're you're scared of of going through this because you're afraid of what you might find out, right. and it might cause you to become like like some of the tzaddikim and that only ate stuff that was prepared in their house yes. and didn't even eat any products anywhere, and then you wouldn't be able to be scholar in residence in all these right. great places. So, um, so it's, yeah. I, I think in this case it's the it's the opposite of what the late Cy Sims used to say. 
an uneducated consumer is our best customer. Okay, look, I don't, look, you know, now, now you're starting to get my risk up a little bit because, you know, again, I, I'm, I'm happy for you that you have this stellar. But to me, this whole, you know, what, what has happened that everybody, you know, swarms to the hotels and goes to these places um, is not only, in my mind, sort of like anti what the idea of, of, of the Sudais of, of Yontif are supposed to be, especially Chagah uh, Pesach. Um, and it's going to lead to whenever you have things on an industrial level, you're, you're going to, it's going to be leading to these type of shortcuts. Obviously, uh, the Zahiris and the Shmiri Yisera that's demanded on Pesach, especially, you know, as the Meshavar always says that Yisrael Kedoshimein, they're mocked on, on everything in terms of the Dukim and Shmiris about even things that, that, that I don't have to. Uh, when you when you want to have the convenience of going to the hotel and not having to work and clean and go through all the effort, uh, you're go, there's going to be that halachic downside, uh, which is mehechitesi. All the little links in the chain are taken care of. Uh, right? So I, again, it's sort of like you asked for it when you wanted to have this type of a situation. Now again. Obviously, it has helped many people who aren't well and people that aren't able to make Yontif on their own. And, and for those people, I would say the same way they have a heter in many situations to be seimach on, 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 on shitas b'dieva, they probably would have the right uh, over here as well to farlozich. Listen, it's not uh, it's, it's it's not what they know. Isurib is not is not yaduah. It's only chashosha. Some people say about them. And when you talk about this union of mahadran and kashras. You know, we all know that the kosher organizations have a sort of a little bit of a, a snarkly habit of demeaning the hashgachas of of their competitors. So I, I don't know. You know, I'm sort of like, yeah, on one hand, this is what you ask for. On the other hand, um, I'm not sure if the issue is as is, is as severe as you say. Um, so you might recall so, that when we were living, when we were learning in a certain uh, institution in Chicago together. There yeah. was a certain hashgacha on a, on a certain uh, meat in um, in uh, in Chicago. Chicago has a long history of certifying meat of dubious dubious kashrus. I don't know if these brands still exist anymore. Best in Sinai Forty Eight, but uh, all these uh, Chicago uh, brands were always dubious and questionable. So one of the uh, one of the people in the community once asked one of the rabbanim hamashgichim of one of these. Um, uh, these brands of meat, uh, what, do you eat your own meat? And that Rav answered, I only eat fish. Fish is healthier. So, yeah. So, uh, okay, so that's, you know, again, I don't think that when, I don't know which place you're talking about, but again, the ideas of, of Mahadran and Glot and other things, this is, this has been a, a, a point of a lot of great contention. Well, in a way, in a way, you're, since you're in Ashgacha, you're in Ashgacha right now, right? You're in your Ashgacha job? Yeah, that's where I am right now, working for the OU at the Abels and Hyman, uh, the purveyors of great deli meats. And, so for uh, all we know, you're complicit in this. Complicit in what? In, in, I can tell you that we, with the Ashgacha that we do is outside of Yisrael we have a Mashkicham on top of Mashkicham. Right, but we I have, have to trust you about that, right? I have no way of knowing that. Yes, you have to trust me. Yes. And, uh, clearly, um, 
Ashkoch is only as good as, as, as the links in the chain. And the more you know about the mashkichim that are involved, the more you can, you can parlozach on that. So, you know, I would say that, uh, you, know, you probably have a decent chance, uh, and again, we know machzuke was sort of way machzakin, and again, just to sort of yes, but tell you. Getting back to what you said before, right? If somebody wants to eat meat on Pesach, right? Mm-hmm. They have to they have to rely on you that you were much yes. better than no chametz got in there, right? That's right. That's true. So the question is, how do we? How do the rest of us, the people out in the out general community, how are we supposed to know anything about anything, really? I, I, of course, I'll trust the OU because, uh, but uh, I really have no mm-hmm. idea deep down what's going on. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, I I don't even know all the pitfalls. I don't know. I can't even imagine pitfalls in a meat plant. But reality. Uh-huh. I, well, you know, I, we're, ta- we're, we're going, look, here's the thing. Uh, you were asked the Shiloh by your student about what he should do. Yeah. Now, it, it sounds like, you know, he, he was asking a Shiloh that you should have been asking as well, right? In other words, right? Right. Uh, right? The same, this Shiloh was a Shiloh, he was asking his Dasteir, his Dasteir should be asking the same Shiloh about the places that he's going. Now, yeah. Yeah, and, yes. and, and, and clearly, you know, if you know, the, the head of Rafa Machshir, you assume the head Rafa Machshir is doing his job. Right. Uh, and, everybody has to assume that about everything today, right? Because nobody takes chicken, nobody takes chicken, chickens, shechts them, and salts them anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So you, you're correct. There's a lot of, and by the way, the Ashkocho companies themselves, I can tell you here from A and H, that although we we give Ashkocho, uh, our Ashkocho is not only OU, but it's also Kilakashras and Nirbater. I forgot uh, some of the other ones, and I'm, I hope I'm not mistaking it, but I know that uh, we have a number of Chesidish Ashkochos also that are that are parlosach on what the OU does. Right. So a lot of these a lot of these Kashras organizations. Uh, work within each other, and and the, and the and one I wear a cap for OU, but I also wear a cap for the others as well. And of course, there's supervisory over us. I think the more supervision you have, and the more wait, 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 wait. The Hasidish, the Hamish have no supervision over you. They have no idea what you're doing. They come in here. They do. How often? Yeah. Um, I'm only, listen, I'm only here Arab Shabbos so I can have some free time and speak to Belchafer and make a little bit of money. Okay. But the, but the, but the, the regular mashkichim that are here day in and day out and, and wherever, whenever the plant is open, uh, the chesidah shechever come in and they come right. in on a, on a, a pretty, uh, regular basis and they ask Shaiwas and they look around. Mm. Um, and I've, you know, I have been here at times that they've been here, and I've accompanied them, and they've pointed out things, and we've corrected things based on things that they've pointed out as well. So, again, I would say that, um, you know, in general, comparing Hashkocha today to the way things were uh, in the time of, uh, you know, the Wild West of, of Best and Sinai 48, is it's like Mirochak Mizrachomarev. And I think that there's, uh, you know, there's, there's, there's a lot of hands-on involvement, and um, I, I would say that you should be skeptical uh, about when you hear, you know, the, the type of, you know, negative uh, uh, sp- speech about that this hashkos is not good, this hashkos is not good. You know, I think that you have to. Uh, there's a lot of, unfortunately. There's, you know, in that case, I think a lot of people elbow out, uh, you know, others, uh, others, and, and are trying, you know, in some way to win the, to win the Ashkocha for themselves. So I want to tell you about, uh, on the related, a related, uh, question, which is another topic of mine. He asked me this week, he said, um, 
He said, uh, Rabbi X, uh, Rabbi Muncy, says one shouldn't go to a restaurant not owned by a Frum Jew because ultimately they have no real incentive to keep it kosher. Do you agree? So I responded, no. Actually, the reverse may be the case. And he said, why? And I responded, because they realize they are great and subject to greater scrutiny. Hashkochus often rely too heavily on the honesty of Shomer Shabbos owners, a mistake that has been proven over and over again. Uh, you sound like you're reading from a text there. I don't see you anymore on uh, on our yeah, video. Yeah, no, a text of a text which I uh, a text exchange which I had with the Talmud. Okay, so you're reading over your psak and you said for yeah. Well, we found that as well. Um, actually, you know, in the Ashgacha business, we find that, and I've been involved in it in many different ways, and it's not necessarily my badge of honor, but I'm I own up to it. You know, of all the. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Okay, why did I, why did I get all that cackling? You know what I'm saying? I mean, because you know all the people, you know all the all the uh, rabbonim that I've worked for, right? In yeah. all the years, yeah. right? Um, but look, a, a man has to do what he's got to do, and I think that I, I think that I hope you get comments on that. Okay, look, you know, you know, Superman wears a triangle on his chest, and sometimes other people have to wear the triangle as well. Uh-huh. So what I, <laughs> what better I, than yes, I understand yes. Okay, yeah, sometimes the triangle's upside down. But the point is, <laughs> yeah, the opposite of the, uh, you know, <laughs> you like that, right? Mm-hmm. So, my point is that I've, I've been involved in, in many, many types of situations. And, and, um, again, you know, I, I think that you, you, you uh, you, you, we have to be Mahadir uh, as much as possible. And what was your question again? The question was from your, your, your second question. Hey, well, you were reading. You, you said, yeah. So I found, especially working, um, yeah, for the upside downers, what I found out was that the companies that were owned by Goyim and were dealing with Goyim and we were coming in and providing Ashkocha, they were much more forthcoming. Uh, most of the Jewish companies, especially if, you know, again, whether they were nominally religious or somewhat religious, um, they actually were very dismissive, uh, about us. I, in general, the quality control people who are non-Jewish that I dealt with, if you explain things well, were very punctilious and, and very concerned, and I would actually we would actually be overloaded with information from them. Whereas many of the companies that had a Jewish person in quality control or other things, um, there was almost a dismissiveness about it. So this is one of the paradoxes that you have in Ashkocha. Um, and... Well, I'll, I'll, let me turn the table on you again. I'm not relenting here for a moment. Um, I'm you, happy. Listen, I'm happy. If, okay. if I if I if I can stoke some resichos by you, and uh, yeah. why don't you ask me some of what, what I uh, questions I had? Unfortunately, I never did asterisk questions. I had a couple of interesting questions. No, I, mean, I, I no, no. I think we not for this week. Maybe next week because oh, you don't even week. want to hear the one question that I had. Okay, no, I had one next qu- week. Next week. I had one question that uh, on the draw on the drive here to Lashkoff, somebody asked yeah. me the following question, so I'll share it with you. I, want, I was going to share with you the Rivas question that you're I had. Getting out, you're, you're trying to get out of the question I'm about to ask you. I, I am not. I never try to get out of yes, questions. Yes, you are. I, 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 okay. Do you know me? We've known each other so many years. Do you ever know me to ev- to be evasive? Then let me ask you the question. Okay, ask me the question, but then I want to end with the little question that was asked okay, to me because it's a good way to end the story. Okay. Go. Let me hear your second yes. question. Go ahead. Uh, you and many other fine benetara that I recall from my school from Chicago – Worked for uh, the Tashbachas for uh, which they would not, they wouldn't eat themselves. Uh, I remember that one, this, this kind of one of these conscious organizations of dubious quality. 
they they had a hetter from their founder that they would kosher oil with oil, um, if I recall correctly. In other words, that an oil plant which was oils, they would run an oil uh, um, cycle to the machine, okay. and they would call it being machshir in the machine. I, I don't. Suppose. You're the one who told me that. Somebody told me that. So now I don't remember. So, so, so somebody maybe it was the other fellow. So uh, somebody. Um, so, so how, how are we supposed to rely on you? In other words, if you're willing to to sell your soul, so then what are we supposed to do when it comes to a erlocha hashgacha? How do we know we can trust you on that? Wow. Yeah, I'm not sure if we're going to upload this one. Um, okay, but uh, okay. So let me answer that question. Uh, so if I at one time worked for a hashgacha that that I wasn't so so a hundred percent behind. So now that I'm in a better hashgacha situation, the fact that I worked for this sort of um, middling uh, hashgacha situation, now I can't be trusted where I am today. I think that's your question, right? Right. Okay. So let me answer the question because I think it's based on a toast. Any any uh, uh, place that any plant that I visited uh, in any of the, my capacities in Chicago, working for um, that other hashgacha company. The material that was in that plant, um, I uh, would uh, would say would be all right, and I would I would stand behind it. If I saw irregularities, uh, I, I mentioned them. But uh, you know, if there were certain things that I, I didn't think were lekatchilo, I definitely brought them up. So it's not like um, you know you know I was selling myself. I think what I was doing there was. And maybe this is what your other friend in Chicago was saying. I, because I was there, it was definitely a lot more kosher than it would have been had I not been going there. And and, and the truth is, I stood behind and ate a lot of the products that uh, I knew were okay because I had been there on site. Most of them were canned vegetables and things like that, where I was actually there and I saw what was going on a number of times a year. Uh, other products that I thought were more problematic, I might not have, you know, I, I might not have used. But I also registered my complaint and did what I could uh, to try to make things better. And I think the people that came after me actually did institute a lot of the suggestions that I had. I don't think that in, in any way means that I'm not a Ishnamon. I think for Garrett, I did. I did the. I, I think I did the job that, that I had to do. Um, and the truth is, and, and to answer in a second way, right now I'm, as I said, I'm working under people who know what I'm doing. I have to make a report about what's going on. There's a couple of a senior mashkia who works under, uh, you know, around me and I have to answer to people uh, uh, higher up in the OU. So I think, I, I don't think I possible myself. And, and I think that even where I am now, uh, there's plenty of other uh, sort of hashkocha on the mashkia uh, that shouldn't make a problem. I, I don't think I puzzled myself. I don't think I become, you know, puzzled because you know I was willing to to try to make the best of a uh, of, of a mediocre or a bidiyeva type of situation. Um, you know, and I, like I said, you know, it's, I wasn't Michael Tarfus to anyone, and it's not like I was, uh, and I definitely didn't get any financial gain from it. So I don't know.
Is that a good answer for you? Or are you still not? You still not going? No, I think it's. I think it's a fair answer. I just wanted to make sure we did something controversial. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's good. controversial. And personal is always good. Yeah. I mean, listen, you're always invited to my house, and you know, my wife is uh, is, is 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 much more mock than right. I am. States, and I trust your wife, not you. That's <laughs> yeah, my wife's always much more mock. <laughs> okay, let's end off. I just I had an interesting question as I was driving here today. Um, Shaila was. I thought it was. I thought I answered correctly. Uh, somebody uh, makes a wonderful chicken soup every uh, Friday night, and as his family has gotten smaller and it's becoming more of an empty nester, he sees that uh, the leftover soup uh, needs to be put away. So uh, he and his wife have gotten to machlekas uh, whether uh, they could pour the soup into their into the container and then open the freezer and put it in the freezer. Would that be a, a problem? Of hachona meshabas l'chayo or not? Mm-hmm. That was the shaila that uh, that was asked me. Okay. So I'll, let's, I'll, I'll tell you. Well, you know what? I'm going to put the shoe on your foot first, and I'll tell you what I answered. What would you say in that? I, I answered the question. What do you say? There's no intrinsic issue to make ice on Shabbos, which I assume is the real issue here. Not, so, well, no, that wasn't the issue. The, the shaila was. The whole reason they're putting it in the freezer is in order they should have leftover soup. For the week. Well, that's that's, that's 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 fine. You're not supposed. To, you don't have to let your food spoil. That's oh. a, yeah. So, all right. So this is basically what I said. I said that um, that the hachana That's one thing I said. The second thing I said was the Yisra of hachana is when you actually start off and you're mechin. Like I said, I have all Arab Shabbos afternoon in the summer. I'm going to make all the peanut butter and jelly sandwiches uh, that I need for this week. That's that would be an avoid of Shabbos But if you're putting away stuff and you have to put, like you said, you don't have to spoil. And instead of opening up one level of your refrigerator, you open up the higher level of the refrigerator and stick the material in there. That lechayer is not shayach to hachana b'shabbos at all, and that lechayer should be muter legamri. Do you agree with my psak, Rabbi? I, I do. I do. We can end on a high note. Okay, so Mitzvah Shem, enjoy your chicken soup tonight, and I can't tell you about uh, about the meats, but uh, hopefully it's a it's a wonderful hashgacha that you can farlozok on. I'll tell you another thing. I know, you know, you know. Kabbalah, you one just last thing. As much <laughs> as kashrus is important, kabbalos loshon hara is also an isur daraisa, and it's also the type of thing that uh, you know you have to be nizar on. I think that this is an area that everybody thinks that uh, you know what I'm saying. You can lynch them all. You can lynch them all and. And, and, and say the, the worst of things possible for him. And I think right. you have to be Nizar. Right, so I, 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 I have an Eitzah for you, which is if anybody ever asks you if you should trust your Hashkocha, you should say processed meat is not healthy to eat anyway. Yeah, okay, that's an, okay, Aftame is becoming so good. Maybe we shouldn't even make brachas on it. Yeah. If you hold, if you hold that it's Azuke Mazik, you know, and then it's yeah. according to, again, Rebel Yoshev was very mafakvik on this because when they asked him about the person who was a, uh, a diabetic, you know, eating things that were packed with sugar, uh, you know, the, the, obviously the, the slippery slope is maybe much of what we eat. Uh, is masikas, but the ikar is of course the hano and the tzitzis, the rainbow to get. And I had enough from talking with you today, Rabbi Yosef. So that's it for this uh, extended uh, Arab Shabbos version. Well, Mitzvahem will see you Mitzvahem next week. I'm Avram Kavlevich. I was with my good friend and Pesik extraordinaire, Rabbi Yosef Kavriel Bechafer. Zayga Zuntchever. We'll see you Mitzvahem next week. Have a good Shabbos. Shabbos.